0: Go. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy uh, Monday, everybody. Oh my goodness, we have somebody watching from Nairobi, Kenya. Welcome to the broadcast. I think you are my first guest from Nairobi. Um, and uh, welcome. Uh, but yes, welcome, 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 welcome to uh, NPL Legal Dish, everybody. And happy Monday. Uh, this is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal tips and celebrity news. Uh, If you're wondering who I am, I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I am the uh, host of the show, and I am the owner and operator of NPL Consult LC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like your business paper together so that you can grow and scale your business and take advantage of all the opportunities that there are to uh, fully legitimize businesses. So um, getting EIN numbers, getting DUNS numbers. Um, basic brand. I help you do all of those things, okay? If you're wondering why I'm qualified to help you do all of those, attorney, I have been one for uh, 14 years and counting. I have uh, started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, Hospitality and administrative support, and most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as as accessible to everyone as possible. Hello, Empress Credit. Um, Yes, so if you uh, would like to see how we could work together to get your business fully legitimized and off the ground, so you can hit the ground running and be a boss in these streets, you're gonna go to linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. That is the only link in my bio on Instagram. And it is uh, all over um, my Facebook page, okay? That is where you're going to be able to book a free 15-minute consultation if you are a first-time client. You're also going to be able to download my free Biz Launch Cheat Sheet uh, that is going to help you get your dream business started in seven days or less. uh, As well, if you would like a crash course in entrepreneurship. So if you're out here and you're like, you know what? I know that I want to get my business started, but all I have is an idea and I don't know where to start. You want to pick up Business Startup Basics. This is my four-part video series that comes with 3 ebooks where you go through a crash course in entrepreneurship and what it takes to be a boss in these street. It is only $59 and you can pick that up using the link in my bio, linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. But that's enough about me. Let's get on to the show. So here's how the show works. Um, I pull stories from, uh, even for, from my Google Alerts stories, from gossip side stories that you guys send me. Um, and I find ones that have um, concepts that we can learn business owners, and we discuss them. So this is a discussion between all of us. Okay. Um, I want I want your opinions. I want your answers. I am going to ask you questions. I'm going to ask you to put things in the box. Okay. So, uh, make sure that you're paying attention because this works. It's so much more fun when we're all talking to each other and you're not just listening to me go. Wah, 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 okay. Um, yes. So, uh, we are going to get started um, right away. So, the first story that we are talking about today, um, I actually posted this in my comments uh, earlier this morning. It was a picture, uh, it was a side-by-side picture of, one was Selena Gomez on the cover of a magazine um, sometime last year, and the other one was a cartoon rendering that looked just like it. And they asked you guys if they were too close for comfort. And 93% of you said yes. Um, and I want to tell you what the background is to that story. So I don't know if you guys remember, um, a while ago, we talked about Kim Kardashian suing a, um, an app company for making, uh, you know, a, a photo editing app and then using her face to market it, right? Well, um... That company was not the first nor the last company to do it, and Kim Kardashian is not the first or the last celebrity that these companies use to promote their, um, th- their, uh, their apps. Selena Gomez is suing a company called Four Game Holdings, um, they, uh, and it is a clo- clothe- clothing styling game. Um, you get to, and in the game, you get to design uh, a clothing brand. You get to dress celebrities and you get to interact with celebrities like Selena Gomez, like Kim Kardashian. You know, they use cartoon versions of them, okay? And they have a character in this game that looks just like Selena Gomez. However, Selena Gomez is not just anybody. Selena Gomez, she is a famous person. She makes money from her face. So she is suing this company for game holdings for misappropriating her image to promote their um, their games. If you think about it, celebrities and influencers, they get paid to put their name behind products. So for you to take someone's face, someone as famous as Selena Gomez, and not pay them and then try and use their picture to sell your items, that is basically stealing. You need to run Selena her money. Um, so my question to you as an audience is... Do you think that, hi, mellow, Smooth, do you think Selena Gomez um, was right to sue this app company, or do you think that she's doing a little much, or, or do you think, you know, it's just a cartoon, why, why, are, you, why are you getting so up in arms about it? I personally think that she had every right to do it because the cartoon was just so similar and there was no mistaking it from the cover. But others of you may have a different, may have a different idea. So do you think that Selena Gomez was right to sue four game holdings? Now remember, if you haven't seen the picture, you can look at it in my IG and Facebook stories. Hello, Busy Peach. I haven't seen you in a minute, hon. How are you? Yes. So, let me know what you think about Selena Gomez, um, and then we are going to move on to our story. Um, yes, so our next story has to do, (laughs) oh, Empress Credit said, run her her money. Yes, I'm good. Thank you so much for asking, Busy Peach. Yes, Empress Credit, imagine, um, Empress Credit, imagine if I took your face and I put it, you know, I don't know, let's say I was making, I don't know, honey. And I started using your face trying to sell my honey. And I'm making all this money. You're going to want a cut of my honey money, right? Exactly. Um, (laughs) But we are moving on to our next story, okay? Um, So our next story is, um, this is a follow-up story. Um, A while ago, we talked about this uh, coffee company called Fire Department Coffee. They were being sued by the city of Chicago because the city of Chicago said that <coughs> the logo they were using for their coffee looked exactly like, um, the logo for the Chicago de- f- sh- department and the, um, and the city of Chicago thought that there might be confusion that they were aligned with this, uh, coffee brand, right? So uh we had a we had a feeling that the city would come out on top and they actually can fire brand. they are changing their logo, um for coffee but name so ladies and gentlemen just because one part of your branding strategy doesn't work doesn't mean that the other part can't work all right um this is this is um You know, they're still keeping the name Fire Department Coffee, they just have to change the logo, and that's not, that doesn't seem like, you know, a big ask for, you know, a company that's on the rise. So, City of Chicago is happy, Fire Department Coffee is happy, while they still hold that, you know, they didn't do anything wrong by using uh, the logo, sincere 39 you know, they they don't want to fight with the City of Chicago, so they are, you know, compromising, um, so good luck to them. Okay. Um, and we are, wow, well, we're moving through these cases. Okay, so now we are at the uh, title story of of the evening, and before that, I want to remind people who are coming in that you are watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using culture and celebrity news. I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis, host of the show and owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. Uh, I help you get your business paperwork together so you can be a real boss in these streets. Get your business legit, okay? Um, if you what um have some extra time on your hands because you're stuck at home and you want to make that business um you know idea you know put it on paper and make it real. Book your fifteen minute consultation right now. Go to linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm using the link. Uh, um, that is the link in the bio. Hi Smitty in the city, okay. So now we are moving to our title story for the evening. Uh, Do we have any people here? Oh, oh, hey, Dennis, (laughs) you switched over. Okay, so do we have any people here who watch UFC? Does anybody watch uh, Ultimate Fighting Championships? It's like, you know, the major brand name amongst mixed martial artists. Um, It is owned by this guy named Dana White um the gentlemen in there they are very very brutal with each other uh but ufc it's it's gaining popularity i have i feel like at some point ufc might become more popular than even boxing just because there's so much variety in it and you know there's so much stuff that they can do with it but if anybody here watches ufc give me a u in the comments if anybody here watches ufc Give me a you in the comments, okay? Now, why am I talking about UFC? So the guy who owns UFC, his name is Dana White, right? And there was um, a, a, a fight that was supposed to happen April 18th. That was two days ago. Obviously, that date has come and passed. But um, there, there was a fight that was supposed to happen. It was supposed to be UFC championship like 249, right? But then COVID hit. So everything was getting canceled. So the UFC, uh, Dana White and his team, they were making plans to still hold this event, but to have it basically on tribal land. So um, they were they were looking for a Native American reservation that they could go and have this fight because that was considered, you know, kind of independent territory um, because a lot of international fighters, because of COVID, they can't come into the United States um, the, uh, the only way that they could really do this is to basically enter onto Native American tribal lands. So UFC, they made a deal with a casino resort, um, called Tachi Palace, right? Um, now here's the thing, the fight, um, deal never went through because of course COVID hit. Um, uh, but when they were trying to get this deal off the ground, they went to the trademark office to trademark Fight Island because they were they were basically saying, you know, well, this is the only place that we could fight. So it's basically going to be an island. So while they are not going to be holding Fight Island anymore, Dana White is totally still, you know, following up with the trademark because he feels like that's something that he can market, even if it's even if it's at a later date at a later date, okay? So, if you are a fan of professional fighting, what do you think about Fight Island? Would you go to Fight Island? Like, basically, uh, Fight Island would be a territory within the United States, but that's considered separate. It would basically be on Native American tribal land, and it's basically, you know, lawless territory. Anybody can go. What do you think about that? Do you think that's a smart idea by Dana White, or do you think that's kind of like, Dude, come on. You're doing too much. What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? What do you guys think? Ooh, sorry about that. Hey, Shop Best on the Yard, how are you, my dear? Yes. Shop best on the yard. I have a question for you. Um, are you a fan of the UFC or mixed martial arts? You do. Thank you, doll. Um, are you a fan of the UFC or mixed martial arts or any type of professional fighting? Shop best on the yard. Let me know if you are. Um, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, you're not. Okay. And then never mind. I was going to ask you a question about this story. Uh, I, so I, I'm a casual fan of the UFC. Um, Empress, credit you're not mad at the idea. I think I think it's maybe some WWE. Okay, yeah, we were talking about UFC um, because uh, they were trying to basically hold UFC championships on Native American tribal lands. Um, and tried to trademark the name Fight Island, because essentially a lot of international fighters can't come into the United States, you know, because of COVID-19, so the owners of the UFC were trying to make a deal with Native American tribal lands so they could still hold their fights, but on on the tribal lands because they're kind of considered separate from the United States, but they've since shut that down, uh, you know, just because everything has gotten crazy. But the guy who owns, um, who is the head of UFC, he is still going ahead with the trademark for the term Fight Island. So I'm interested to see what um, UFC does with this term Fight Island in the future. Uh, It may have a lot of potential. Empress Credit said she's not mad at the idea. So we're going to wait and see what happens with UFC Fight Island. (laughs) Shop Best on the Yard said taste. Uh, um, That's a little icky or in bad taste. Yeah, it is. is. If you look at it from, you know, a public health um, point of view and, you know, a moral point of view, yeah, it is kind of icky. But from, you know, just a business point of view, Dana White's trying to make this happen by any means necessary. Um, Empress Credit said, just the name, not a specific location. Yes, just the name. He's trying to trademark the name of the event, even though the event is not happening anymore. Okay? Um... Shop best in the yard said, "Fight Island is a good name. They have Love Island, Temptation Island." Okay, all right. So you guys seem to think that this is a good idea by the UFC people. So we're gonna have to wait and see what the UFC goes and does with this Fight Island idea, even though they're no longer having the um, the event. Okay. Um, all right. So we are moving on to. Our next story for the evening um, Does anybody here wear New Balance? Is? If you have ever worn a pair of New Balance sneakers, give me an NB in the comments. If you have ever worn New Balance sneakers, give me an NB in the comments. If you have ever worn New Balance sneakers. Thank you Shop Best on the Yard. Shop Best on the Yard has bought has had New Balance sneakers. I've had New Balance sneakers. New Balance sneakers are everywhere. Everybody wears them from, you know, Busy Peach um, has had New Balance sneakers, right? New Balance sneakers are everywhere. Sincere 39 knows New Balance sneakers, all right? Um, New Balance sneakers are everywhere. And when you are so well-known, there are obviously going to be copycats, right? Um, Empress Credit knows New Balance as well. So does Sanchez Jr. Um, So New Balance, they've been around for a while. Uh, and they have had many people try to come for their brand, particularly in China. There have been several brands that have, you know, been basically copying New Balance's style of sneaker and trying to sell knockoff New Balance's. Now, um, we know that the United States and China, they have kind of a contentious relationship um, when it, co- part of the DMV, <laughs> Empress Credit said New Balance sneakers are part of the DMV uniform. <laughs> well, um, New Balance, you know, they're like, put some respect on our name in these Chinese streets. Um, they sued several companies in China. Um, well, they several companies in China, but one that they prevailed against for, um, trademark infringement because they were selling shoes that looked exactly like New Balance's. Uh, And I want y'all to guess how much New Balance won um, from the Chinese court for the trademark infringement. Now, New Balance wanted $4 million. How much do you think they got from the Chinese court? How much do you think they got? Bum, bum, bum. They were, they were suing for $4 million from this, uh, from this knockoff brand in China. How much do you think the Chinese court awarded New Balance for trademark infringement by this company? Shop Best on the Arts had all of the money. They wanted $4 million. They did not give them all of the money. How much do you think? Okay, I'll give y'all one more guess before I tell you. One more guess. I'll give you just one more guess. How much do you think they got? (laughs) Yes, I'm trying to make it fun for you, girl, all right? I'm going to sing for you. One mil, they got a little bit more. New Balance got $1.5 million. So they got less than half than what they were asking for for the Chinese court. but they did win exclusive rights to their mark in China, and the court has ordered this this knockoff company to stop using New Balance's logo and to stop causing confusion in the marketplace. Shop Best on the Yard said, that ain't bad. It's not bad, considering where the award is coming from, because China usually don't give, you know, two, two shakes of whatever um, about your intellectual property rights, all right? But they are trying to, you know stake their claim out there on the global market and they're trying to start respecting international um, intellectual property and I guess this is a step in the right direction. So good, um, you know, good good luck uh, or congratulations, I should say, to New Balance for winning, you know, the rights to their name. There have been, been a couple of wins. Remember last week we talked about Michael Jordan. He finally won um, the rights to his name after an eight-year battle in China. So it seems like China, you know, they're turning around on these intellectual property things and they're like, okay, you know, maybe we'll let y'all start using your names out here. Um, but yeah, so do you guys think that that was enough? Do you think that New Balance should have gotten the whole $4 million, Or do you think that they should be happy with the fact that they got anything at all from a Chinese court? Um, Shop Best in the yard said they are probably trying to do better. They're probably trying to do better. So, so do you think that... While you know one one point five million isn't bad, hi to pretty bartender. Do you think that new balance should have been entitled to more? Do you think they should have gotten the whole four million, or should they just be happy with what they got? What do you guys think? Okay, we only have a few more minutes. Um, what do you guys think? Uh, okay. All right. You guys don't, you guys don't, don't, you guys don't have an opinion on the award. I think that New Balance should be, should hold this as a victory. Um, Shop S in the Yard said, well, if it's a knock off company, they probably don't have a lot of money. You never know, because some of these uh, knockoff brands, they pull in bank. They quiet, They may not They may not talk about it like that, but they pull in the money. Um, Shop S. in the Yard said, so they should be glad they got the, the 1 mil. Okay, so Shop S. in the Yard says, you know, the 1.5 mil New Balance should, you know, count that a victory in their hats. Sanchez Jr. said they should be happy with what they got. Okay, so we got at least two people who feel like, you know, New Balance should count this as a victory and keep it walking. All right? Um, and since you're 39, you, you have like a vendetta against China. Uh, since you're 39, said China bootleg everything. Um, I think you said the same thing when we talked about the Michael Jordan case. Uh, yeah, but um, good luck to New Balance out in these Chinese market streets. Okay? Um, all right. And our final story, it's very quick. This was also a picture that I put in, in my um, stories today. Uh, it was a, a picture of two, two T-shirts. I asked you if they were too close for comfort. One was Patagonia, you know, the outerwear company, and the other one said Petragonia, which we're going to talk about very shortly. Um, and pretty much all of you said that they were too close for comfort. I think it was almost 100%. Um, so here's the background to the story. We all know Patagonia, they do outerwear. They do, you know, cold weather jackets, hoodies, things like that. All those things to keep you, you know, warm in extreme temperatures. Um, there is an oil and gas marketing company by the name of OC Media. And they were trying to, um, come up with, a logo for one of their clients and they came up with one that said petragonia and it looked very similar to the patagonia um to the patagonia logo right now we know that when you trademark a logo it can um you can only trademark within your industry you know <clears throat> so you don't have a blanket ownership of this mark everywhere however if your mark transcends to the point where it is you know universally recognizable there are you know you can assert some rights so patagonia had um they filed suit against OC media for this petragonia logo that was a clear ripoff of the patagonia logo Um but it, apparently that was enough to scare oc media and they have uh, settled with Patagonia, and they have agreed not to use this uh, knockoff Patagonia um, logo. The reason why I chose this case, ladies and gentlemen, is that just because you are you are using a logo that may not be in the same industry, if it is too close. You can still be sued for trademark infringement. Not being in the same industry is not a blanket protection for you. You need to be careful, especially when you are using, you know, nationally recognizable symbols. It doesn't, you know, if I I can't just go and use the McDonald's symbol willy nilly, you know, even if it's not for fast food. If I was out here trying to sell hair bundles, do you think McDonald's would be out here letting me use the golden arches to sell my, you know, Brazilian wet and wavy? (laughs) No, they wouldn't. Hi, hope you're Brands are very protective about you know who is using who is using um, their 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 symbols and also who is trying to align themselves. So it doesn't matter if you're in industry on the outside if your logo looks substantially close to the logo of a company that is well-established and can be recognizable to everyone, they may have a claim against you. So it is always better to be original and not be out here. Don't try and build your brand off of somebody else's back. It never ends well, okay? At best, you'll end up, you know, getting a cease and desist letter and at worst, you'll end up in a trademark infringement lawsuit. Um, oh wow, it's two thirty in South Africa. You're about to go sleep. oh good night, hope sleep well. Um, but yes, so Patagonia, you know their name is safe. Patagonia has let go of the of trying to you know uh, use the Patagonia logo in the oil and gas industry. So. Good luck to them, and good job on Patagonia, you know, standing up for their mark. Yeah, it wasn't in the same industry, but it looked way too close. So they are doing their due diligence. When you have a trademark, it is your job to fight and make sure that nobody is using your trademark, because otherwise it runs the risk of becoming generic. Now, some companies do go overboard with that, and they try and, you know, bully people into not using anything close like Monster Energy Drink, but... It is always to your advantage to defend your trademark, to defend your logo, to defend your business name as much as you can because you want people to know that this mark belongs to me. You need to assert yourself. Hi, 76 Grim K. All right? So those are the stories that we have for tonight. We will be back tomorrow evening. Tomorrow evening, we have a story uh, that was given to us by Shop Best on the Yard. Um, It has to do with our good friends at Disney. Um, Also, if you're looking for custom gifts, go check out my girl shop, Best on the Yard. She makes amazing tumblers, t-shirts, wine glasses, things like that. And she is going to be, her story is going to be the anchor story for tomorrow night. Okay, Um, also, if you want to book your free, uh... um, business formation consultation, go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm right now and book it. Um, also remember that tomorrow is talk to me Tuesday. You can get a 25 minute pick my brain session for $25. Okay. Um, yes. So that is what I'm going to leave you with tonight. I want to say good night to mom. Good night, dad. Good night, Joey. Um, we will be back here tomorrow talking about our stories. Uh, Take care of yourselves, take care of your mental health, make sure that you're eating well and resting well, and I will see you then, okay? Bye. Finish. Finish, man.